Hey, welcome back, welcome back. What up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> what up, everybody? We hope that you are excited to be back because we're excited to be back. Um, yeah, and if you're watching us or listening to us for the first time, welcome. It is so great to meet you. Yo, 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 yo. So we're going to kick off the show the way we normally do, Gloria. So um, if everyone, we're going to start off the show like we usually do. So let's clear our throats. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Oh, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Whoa, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian, slow it down. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. What up, what up? Welcome back to episode 31 of Rian and Liz, hosted by myself, Kim, and... Gloria! We're so excited to be back and to be bringing you another episode of Rian and Liz. And so we're going to kick off the show the way we normally do with our song of the week. And so this week, um, the song of the week is one of my favorite worship songs right now. And I just love it. It's by um, a group called the Seasons Collective. And they're like a collective of different um, worship leaders from different churches. I think it's Atlanta-based because the album was recorded in Atlanta and most of the worship leaders are from Atlanta. And it's just a great album. The album's called um, Opal One. And the particular song that we're going to be playing today is called Speak to the Mountain. And it's just a declaration of faith. Um, the word of God says, um, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can say it to this mountain be moved from here to there. And that's essentially what the song declares. And so here you go. <laughs> start to make the declaration and they speak to the mountain and they're like oh great mountain move out of my way move out of my way oh, oh, oh. Like, okay, oh. we get it we get it we get it okay. <laughs> no a part of the song like the way i be dancing so hard in my apartment i'm like yes oh, <laughs> like these mountains want to move in 2021 
So um, I hope that you'll make the song part of your worship playlist, you know, when you guys worship and make it a declaration over your life. So Gloria, what are you talking about today? So Cam already kind of get a, gave a little hint to what we'll be speaking about today. So today we are actually going to be doing a Bible study. <laughs> so we'll be doing a Bible study on Hebrews 11. We're going to be diving into this text and into the word. Um, and the title for it is actually, well, in my Bible, it says by faith. And it's just showing different instances where people in the Bible have shown great faith. Um, and because of their faith, their mountain was moved or um, God came through for them in a different way. So it's just, you know, exciting to see. So I can't wait to dive into this text. Yeah, I love um, Hebrews 11. I think people call it like the faith hall of fame. And so I just love how like all these people, great men and women of faith and like their stories kind of all just like get put together into one like chapter. And it's like, wow, like all these things happen. God actively did all these things. And then yeah. as you read it, you're like, wow, if God did these things for these people. I know that he can do the same for me. Mm-hmm. Wow, and so I think like it's so it's so good, and like if they ever was to be an updated version of like the whole the Faith Hall of Fame, I would like to be on the list. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, you know, if they do an update, but you know, or like you know, just just to be mentioned amongst people of faith, I'm like number seven hundred, like yeah, like even like six hundred and ninety nine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, all right, so we're gonna like, um, the chapter is pretty long, so we're just gonna go through certain sections of Hebrews 11. Um, and I guess the best place to start is in verse one. You wanna, yeah. you wanna read it first, Gloria? Yeah, for sure. Um, and stop me when you need to stop me. Um, so I will be reading Hebrews 11 from the New King James Version. Um, And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things were seen were not made of things which are visible. Yeah. I think we can stop there now. And I think like that first part is so key. like as I, as I was studying it, I've been studying actually this chapter for like four weeks now. And um, I think what's key even in the scripture, because the verse one starts with now. And if you go back just a little bit to chapter 10 um, from verse 37 uh, to 39, it says, For yet a little while, um, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so when you read it like that, you're like, oh, like God in chapter 10 is saying like, listen, you can't be shrinking back. You can't be like going, oh no, I don't know if I can do it. Like God is like, listen, you need to have faith in verse 10. And you like, you need to pursue the things that I've told you to do. You need to walk in obedience. You need to go forward. And 
then he explains to us what he means by that and he says now faith is um the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen and so faith um in this it deals with the future it's things that haven't been realized yet and so it's like you're you're seeing this thing in your head and it hasn't manifested in the physical but because you believe in the power of this great amazing god you begin to walk in it because faith is active right faith is it's a living reality and so you have to be there's certain things that you have to do um and you see that throughout the chapter like each and every person in the chapter had to do specific things in order for um their faith to be activated in order for them to see the promise come to pass yeah and i think also just adding on to what kim said um it reminds me of a quote um that was said by uh dr martin luther king jr and he says that faith is taking the first step even when you don't um when you don't see the whole staircase um and literally when i think of that quote ironically enough it reminds me okay it reminds me of this movie uh it's called frozen 2 it's a it's a children's movie but it's great but it's it's a point where elsa is literally like she's singing a song because she's going into a, a foreign place where she's never been before and she's singing the song into the unknown and like it's it's a sick song i'm telling you soundtrack is, is fire but like she's literally singing into the unknown and like i'm just like dude that that is what faith is you're literally like taking the step like like god created the world and out of nothing there was nothing there at all you know and yeah. faith is the things that, that you can't see yeah. and when i think of that and when I, I i tie it to the movie and when i tie it to what martin luther king said i'm just like really like think about a, like you're in your room or you're in your house and it's really dark all the lights are shut off you know that the staircase is there because you have faith that it is there you know and and you're you have to take that first step hoping and having faith that it'll still be there you know and it's just it's it's crazy to think and i honestly think that you have to have who some like faith is crazy man because you're believing in something you can't see it can yeah. literally make you look crazy yeah and i think another summary that i found in a, a, a bible commentary was faith is taking god at his word and it's like i was like oh okay. yeah if god said it then it's gonna happen if he says you know speak to the mountain and it will move like yeah god honors his word and i think that we have to always believe that and that's key to faith um i think we should go to verse uh five and six got it so hebrews 11 verse 5 by faith enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because god had taken him for before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased god but without faith it is impossible to please him for he For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah, I love I love this story of Enoch. Like, Enoch didn't die. And I'm also like, listen. Um, <laughs> hello, how how do we how do we get to this level? But I believe that Enoch's life of faith pleased God so much that it activated the supernatural so much so that he didn't even die he was just like what's the word trans something into heaven transcended transcended yeah like he just just like shoot <laughs> <laughs> into heaven and i feel like 
this is like the act of faith that God wants us to have that it activates the supernatural that things that are not even comprehensible in the human mind are are possible like in the physical like things that in the natural like what but like this is when the supernatural starts to take place when people who are dead get um get raised from the dead when people who are sick get healed like instantly and this is the kind of faith that Enoch had this is how how much faith he lived yeah on this earth like he just believed and he trusted God so much and i believe that God's primary purpose for us is to be faithful and not necessarily like getting the things but it's like are we faithful to God and so it's more focused on on our faithfulness to God and God's faithfulness to us as opposed to the things that we receive but as we're faithful to him God um activates the supernatural yeah and i think i just want to hop on to verse 6 really quickly um and it says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently and that just reminds me of um james 2 verse 17 that says um so also faith by itself it does um if it is oh my gosh wow so also by faith itself it does not have oh lord please help me read this verse right now okay so james chapter 2 verse 17 says i can do this thus also have faith by itself if if it does not have faith it is james 2:17 okay James two, verse 17, That's also by faith itself. If it does not have works, is dead. There. That's what essentially I wanted to say, and I think it's important to remember that having, like, believing and having faith are two different things. Uh, because later on, James also talks about how um, demons also believe in Jesus Christ. They believe that He came down and you know saves us from whatever. But just because you believe doesn't necessarily that you, mean that you have faith. All these people that we we're going to be talking about, um, they they believed, but it in order to put that belief in work, in order to put that faith in work, they had to act upon that faith and do something to kind of ignite that faith. You know, I can believe that I can make fire, but unless I put you know some gasoline and put the fire and put the the flame to the gasoline the fire won't appear so i think i like that verse really stuck out to me and it just reminded me um of what james had said mm-hmm. that's good um okay so um moving on to verse 8 to 12 it says by faith abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised therefore from one man and him as good as dead was born as many as the stars of the sky 
in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. And this part of the scripture is connected to verse um, 17 to 19 as well. And it says, by faith, Abraham, when was tested, offered up Isaac. And, sorry. By faith, Abraham, when was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said in Isaac, your seed shall be called, shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. And this is the story of Abraham and Sarah and how God promised them a child. And like this story, like when you read it, it's actually ridiculous because this whole time Abraham and Sarah are married and they like were not able to have kids. And then, and like also in the scripture, like faith, like Abraham didn't really have faith. Like he didn't know God like that. And then one day, like Abraham was 75 and God says to him, oh, you're going to have a child. Like crazy. I'm like, first of all, you're 75. Like he was probably just like, okay, Lord, my wife is old. I'm old. Why are you even making this promise? But then it gets even more ridiculous because nothing happens from the time that they're 75 until they're like 100 is when they finally have this child. And it's like, what? And sometimes like you, we pray for stuff and God's like, okay, I'll give it to you. And then we only have to wait literally like two weeks or two days, sometimes two hours for the thing and we're complaining. This man waited a hundred years, a hundred. And like, if we're gonna like, okay, be like, okay, let's like, listen, it, it was 25 years from the time when he got the promise. It's still a long time. And we're not even patient with God for two hours. But yeah. we're like, oh, I feel like I've been praying and waiting. It's like, God's been like, you've only been praying for two days. It's like, you're all right. And I think for me, this scripture is like, Abraham believed what God said and he trusted he did not doubt or waver in unbelief and i think it links to um uh romans romans chapter four um sorry y'all romans chapter four verse 20 to 21 and it says but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of god but he grew strong and empowered by faith giving glory to god being fully convinced that god had the power to do what he promised and this is so amazing like he was fully convinced that even at 100 god is still able to fulfill this promise even when it doesn't seem possible even when physically the doctors are like listen this is not going to happen for y'all. Just just let it go. You're not going to have kids. He was fully convinced that God had the power to do what he promised. And this is the kind of faith that we're supposed to have. Like, if God, like, we have to be um, adamant with God's word and think, like, if God said it, God will do it. Like, God is not a liar. He's not someone who makes empty promises. Like, if he said it, it's happening. Yeah, and I think God is just so intentional. Um, with his timing and with everything that he does, you know, because he could have, I'm pretty sure God had always planned for them to have the child at the age that they did, but God was intentional in telling him a a, a long time before being like, okay, like you're going to have a child. So be prepared, have faith. And through that, like 
And I think also to think that, you know, God's timing isn't necessarily our timing, you know, his days and hours work in total different days and hours that ours work. So something that might be late for us is just on time for God. Yeah. Um, okay, do you have a scripture that you want to go through before I do my last one? Um, I want to go to verse 16. Um, and it says, this is just after, uh, yeah, this is just after like these all died in faith. Um, and it says at verse 16, but now, um, they desire a better, um, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God for he has prepared a city for them. And I think for me, like the, the word that I, um, underlined during that passage was the word ashamed because I think sometimes when we are in our mess and we're going through certain things you know we can be very ashamed of ourselves and it's just very encouraging to see that God is never ashamed to be called our God it, matter of fact he's proud to call us his children and that to me just really stuck out it really reiterated the fact that God is such a loving God that he cares and that he's always there for us um, and I just thought that was, that was a cute little thing to put in there, you know, as we're talking about faith to be like, oh, and also, um, the Lord is not ashamed of you. He's actually, yeah. of you. which actually is connects to Kim's point. I feel like, but yeah, so. <laughs> All right. Um, and then I am just gonna, um, uh, go to verse 31 and it talks about, it says by faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And <clears throat> it's very interesting that this, that um, Rahab is mentioned in the, in the Hall of Fame, the Faith Hall of Fame, because one, Rahab was a prostitute. So this was not living, you know, a righteous life. But, and two, she wasn't even a believer in God. Like she had only heard about this God. She had only heard stories about this God who had parted the Red Sea, who had um, sent in plagues and like freed the children of Israel. So she had only heard stories about, about God, but it was enough for her to believe and have faith. So much faith that she was willing to risk her life um, to save these men. So essentially what had happened is Caleb had sent spies into Jericho to kind of like scope out Jericho and see how the, the children of Israel were going to enter and um, to, to attack so that they could possess the land. And so the spies go in and then people find out that the spies are there and they run to Rahab's house. And because Rahab, well, Rahab was a businesswoman. She had like a little lodge, you know, that she was like a little Airbnb going on. And so, <laughs> and so she was, she was like, yeah, sure. Y'all come in. I'll hide you in here. And she hid them in her house on the roof. Like when I read the story, I'm just like, you, the drama. If you want drama, read the Bible. Read the Bible. Like, have nothing on the Bible, like the level of dramatics. So they're like literally hiding in the roof and then like the people come and they're like, are those two men in there? And Rehab's like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. I just seen them from the window. They were running that way. And they like, afterwards she says to them, like, listen, like, please make sure that when the next time you come, like when you guys come into attack, that you save and preserve my family. And then they told her what she needed to do in order for her family to be preserved. But because she had so much faith in this God, 
that the, the children of Israel served. Like she had no encounter with God. She never had an experience with God, but she believed so much because of the stories that she had heard, the testimonies that she had heard about this great God that she was like, I want to be part of that. I want to serve that God who's able to do these impossible things. And like for us as Christians, this is a challenge. Like we've seen God do the impossible in our own lives personally. We've seen God take us from nothing to like great things. We've seen God do things that we never imagined or expected. And we have evidence, we have personal testimony of how great God is. So what more can God do in us and through us and for us? Because we've personally experienced him. Rahab didn't have that personal experience, but she believed. And I think that's a challenge like for me when i read the scripture it's always a challenge for me to say i've seen and experienced the goodness of god the faithfulness of god so why would i begin to doubt god at this moment yeah i think that's so good and it's just it ties back into the fact that like god wasn't ashamed of rahab like he could have used any other person within the city someone who was maybe of higher status that were doing something more um socially honorable with their lives but he saw this woman and he he saw her heart and he was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna choose her and that was so crazy to me and i think like even like when you go through um the rest of this chapter in verse um 32 um he's kind of saying what more shall i say like i don't have even enough time to tell you about gideon to tell you about barack samson um david samuel and all the prophets like there's so many great stories of great faith um throughout the bible itself and i think with every key person um or every person in the bible there was a certain level of faith that had to be applied to the situation that they were going through um and it's just so encouraging and it's 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 really great to see that that we're able to look back and be like in different areas and different sub in different ways like not everybody went through this journey of faith the same way it was all different and we can all apply different stories and connect to different stories um within the bible and say you know what like i may not be living um an, an honorable life and i don't really know about this god that my friends are talking about but because they have great faith and they believe i'm able to be like rahab you'd be like you know what i want to learn more about this god i want to learn more about this man or when you take david who who sinned against god he's like you know what like god don't take your presence away from me lord just i i want you back i want your spirit back we're able to take these stories and be like like man like God really did great things with great people who were regular people, but all they had that made them stand out was faith. Yeah, and there's so many stories. Like I'd encourage everyone to like go read Hebrews 11 and just really like dive in to the stories. Like when they talk about Enoch, go back and read Enoch's story. When they talk about um, <clears throat> Abel and Jacob and Isaac, go back and read those stories because. These stories are so amazing and trust me the drama is enough to get you hooked like listen the story of Samson the story of Samson gets me till this day there. so um yeah just go back and read like these stories and read the Hebrews living and activate that faith in you and like begin to because the word is you only need to faith as small as a message a mustard seed is super small. I'm actually trying to find something in here that's as small as a mustard seed. But I can't even, because like, literally, uh, okay, this is probably like the smallest thing I have. And that's still too big. Like, a mustard seed is literally like, tiny, tiny, like, 
you can barely see it. You need like a, a, a what is it? A magnifying glass to make yeah. it. And that's all you need, just a little bit of hate. And that's enough for you, to, for God to, to activate the supernatural. That's enough for God to do wondrous works, to use you where people end up talking about you years and years and years and years after you're dead. So yeah, hopefully this was um, a good Bible study for you guys and you learned something and um, God has spoken to you in a, good, a great way today. And yeah, like keep believing, keep trusting God, keep seeking him and allow him to move in your life, allow him to do great things in your life and trust that even when you watch the episode today, trust that God is doing something miraculous in your life. So yeah. I think my last comment would be, um, even though faith might be scary, um, in the moment and it's very uncertain because you can't see what you're about to step into um, don't be afraid to take that first step because he won't let us fall um, and he's always right there you know he promises to be right there with us through everything that we go through so just hold fast to his word you know he he honors his word above his name so definitely like you know he's he's the day one you know ride or die yeah yep, yep. <laughs> alright so we have reached the end of our show. Gloria, how Christian are you? Oh, wow. Can we ask the first? Um, so I'm, okay, this is not necessarily an I'm so Christian, um, but um, I saw this video on Instagram um, and it was on Church of Laughs um, Instagram page. And it was this TikTok of this girl where it's just like, you ever encounter those weird worship experiences? And um, Kim will put the TikTok for you there. But she's literally like talking about, um, and Lord, when I was at Taco Bell and I didn't have a doubt, but you came through. And I was just like, yo, you ever be in those moments where like, you're just like, Lord, like I really just want a cheeseburger, man. And I don't really know. And then God, like it's the opportunity of a cheeseburger to come and you're like, God, you're so good, bro. Like, wow you know um just like earlier today we had a a, a crazy snowstorm in canada and it snowed so much and i was like man, <laughs> oh yeah facts um i was like man god i don't want to go outside and shovel but i gotta go shovel and then my neighbor who had the plow he and he plowed the driveway i don't think you understand because oh, the, snow, the snow was to my knees i don't think you understand but it's just little things like that that I'm just like, wow, God, like, you're here. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how, how Christian I am. Um, Kim, how Christian are you? So, I'm so Christian. Um, so, Sunday was Valentine's Day. And um, I was like, well, I don't have a physical Valentine. But the Lord is my Valentine. So, I went on... Uh, <laughs> I went on um, Spotify and I found like a playlist that was like love songs to God. Yo, me and God were jamming. We were like, Ooh, I love you, Jesus. I worship Listen, me and God had the best time on Sunday. Like, we were out here jamming to these love songs and I was just singing love songs to the Lord. I was like, you're so great, Lord. You're, you're, you deserve all of this love on this Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love you. So that's that's how, how, Christian, how Christian I am. <laughs> but, oh, <that's> yeah. 
Um, so thank you guys so much for um, listening to this Bible study. I hope you learned something. I hope this encourages you to just dive deeper into your word and read back all these stories. Honestly, the Bible is so interesting, has so many stories. Um, and yeah, like if you want some drama, really just go to the Bible, like is is filled with it. Um, <laughs> but without further ado, we are going to um, we are going to end this episode. So sad. I hate saying goodbye to you guys. Um, but the time has come so if you have not already make sure to like comment and subscribe make sure to follow us on all of our socials so that you are connected and you know every single time that we upload also don't forget if you're on youtube to click that bell notification button so you are notified every single time that we post and if you are listening to this via audio make sure to follow us so that you also get notified every single time that we post we love you guys um and we are going to exit this episode like we usually do with a sip of our lovely drinks i just have water that was great hydration is always key Uh, we're just going to clear our throat and it goes like this re-enlist 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 yeah oh re-enlist 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 slow it down re-enlist 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 and you're watching the awkward adventures of church girls bye